Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not Easy. I'm Joanna, and I am doing my solo episode today, which feels so weird because I'm sitting alone in my room, and I'm about to talk to you guys for however long I end up talking. So if you haven't already, Marissa did an episode on her 25th birthday, just kind of going through 25 things that she learned by the age of 25, because we both were turning 25 this year. So my 25th birthday was this past weekend. It was on Saturday the 8th and it was such a fun weekend. Just like great to spend time with so many friends and family and, you know, just have, have a great weekend. Um, so I enjoyed myself and I'm not really ready to get back into reality of working tomorrow, but cause I'm filming this on a Sunday, I guess my birthday was literally yesterday, but if you're tuning in on Tuesday, then it was a few days ago, but anyway, I am excited to record this because, I don't know, I think it'll be fun. I'm going to try to keep it lighthearted. I ended up not listening to Marissa's yet. Sorry, Marissa, confession, because I didn't want to, like, unintentionally, like, say the same things. So I have not listened. And if we have a lot of crossover, I'm sorry. I tried my best. I, I just tried to not listen to her episode yet so that I could just write down my own thoughts and then I'm going to listen after I finish recording this. But um, we can just jump in because I'm not really sure how long this is going to take me to kind of get through. I am typically pretty long-winded so I probably will have a lot of tangents to go on to and there's 25 things I've listed but some of them are like silly funny goofy and then some of them are serious. So anyway without further ado let's hop right into it and get into the 25 things I have learned by the time I turned 25. Um, So my first one is just mainly for like high school and college me, and that is like placing value on friendships will like always take you further than placing it on like being in that next romantic relationship. Obviously, like it works out for people to get into like serious relationships at a young age, but I feel like I grew as a person and I have really great friends because I focused on having great friends first. That was like my first and foremost priority. Um, And I just think that's something that like honestly is not what we're taught by like the media that we consume because there's like so much like pressure on like finding a significant other or there's stories about it in movies and it's in all like television. It's just like all the media that we're consuming is like revolved around that and so I think focusing your time and energy especially at that younger age to like really cultivate strong friendships I think is is the key to like a lot of your happy not a lot of your happiness but like just like surrounding yourself with good people and really having those strong friendships so that's that um my second one is that you really do learn something new every day whether it's about yourself or about something random. And I know like I grew up hearing this and being like, well, what new thing did I learn today? Because I just always thought that it had to be something like so literal. Um, But I feel like I learned something new about myself every day. And I feel like I am constantly like learning new things about my friends and my family and, you know, my job and um, just different things I'm passionate about. So you really do learn something new every day and like, I don't know. I think that's a pretty cool thing because it can be something so basic, but like you really are learning and growing every day. And like 
it just like puts into perspective that nobody ever really has it all figured out and that everybody is still like learning and growing alongside you as well which I think is cool because sometimes it's easy to like look at other people and be like oh well they like are already doing x and so like they just must be happier because they have certain things figured out and it's like no nobody really has it figured out everybody is still learning learning and growing and I think that's that's a really a really cool thing Number three is that therapy is good for you. So I have a complete confession in terms of like, I was terrified of therapy, like, and I had such like a negative, like outlook on it for such a long time of just like, oh, like you have to be like, crazy to like go to therapy, which is such like a toxic thought that I had. And like, I don't know where it came from. I think it was just like, a lot of times the way it's like represented in media like made it seem like that instead of it just being like no this is actually something that's really beneficial to your health and it wasn't until college that I started to really place value on that and I probably could have benefited from going to therapy in high school as well but I didn't because I didn't think I needed it because I I didn't think it would necessarily help the things I was struggling with if that makes sense but like I think it can be helpful for so many people in so many different ways. And I just think that like your mental health is so important because you can't really take care of yourself physically if you're like mentally not taking care of yourself. You know, like I look back in times of my life where I just like really was not okay mental health wise. And in return, I was not fueling my body property properly. I can't speak. And I think that is like so harmful, you know, it's like, so if you're not taking care of one of them and then it's a domino effect that you're not taking care of something else, then like you're just in bad shape in general. So you need to take care of yourself. Um, Therapy is really healthy. I know it can be like intimidating and like, it's hard to find like somebody that you'd maybe mesh with, but I highly recommend it for everybody in whatever capacity that means for you. Um, But yeah. That is, that was number three because I could preach about that all day long. Um, number four is to call your mom slash dad slash like family members. Um, I think especially like in college, you know, you can be so busy doing who knows what, but like you got to call those people in your life. Obviously there's probably like certain circumstances that maybe like you shouldn't if like you have toxic parents but like if you have not toxic parents then like make sure you're communicating with them and making sure that you're just like cultivating that relationship because I think that it's easy to like get caught up in yourself and you need to like I don't know continue to communicate with those people that do have your best interest at heart um So I call my mom like 74 times a day. She probably wants me to stop calling her, but um, I won't do that. So anyway, um, number five, if it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. And like this can go for so many things, like whether it's the career path you take, whether it's somebody that you're maybe seeing in a relationship. Um, I mean, that is like obviously if it's a toxic relationship and people are trying to help you out that's different than like if people are just kind of jealous or you know whatever um but I think if it makes you happy it's worth like 
pursuing um, in an appropriate way. And I think that you shouldn't let other people's negative like opinions and feedback get in the way of you doing something that could potentially make you really happy. Um, and it's something that like, I definitely struggled with this more when I was younger and something that I've like really started to like come to terms with of just like, no, like if it's something I want to try, no matter what other people say, I'm going to pursue it and try it. And I don't really care what your opinion is at the end of the day. You can have an opinion, but like, I might not listen to you if it's something I'm like dead set on wanting to try, you know, as long as it doesn't put you in harm's way, obviously. Um, my next one is when you think you're drinking enough water, you should probably drink more. Um, because I didn't drink enough water until like maybe the last year and it literally changes the way that you feel when you actually drink enough water and you're hydrated. I realized I was not getting migraines or headaches nearly as often because I was actually hydrating my body. (laughs) So if you think you're drinking enough water, drink a little bit more because you got to be super hydrated and it can be like difficult like depending on like your career to drink enough water. And I know like sometimes when I get stressed, I just like shut down and like don't want to do anything, but it's so important. Like that is such like a basic like necessity, obviously. And also just like a basic thing that you can care for and like really hydrate yourself. So drink more water. Got to do it. Um, My next one is that it's okay to gatekeep your time slash energy so this is something that like honestly I am just getting comfortable doing at my age of 25 and it's just like if I don't want to go somewhere or do something I am going to start saying no and like I know that that's harsh but it's also like if I want to have a do nothing night and I don't want to go out and do something. I'm just not going to. I'm going to gatekeep my time and gatekeep my energy because I work in an office 40 hours a week. I want to have some downtime, you know? It's like, I don't know. And I used to just think like, oh, if I'm sitting around doing nothing, then I'm just like wasting my time when I could be doing something productive. And it's like, no, sometimes the most productive thing you can do for yourself is sit and do nothing, And I think that took me a long time to realize, but I'm trying to do a better job at that. And like, obviously I have certain friends that like literally any hour of the day, if they texted me asking me to do something, I'm always going to say yes. But like, there's other things where I'm like, no, like I'm not doing that because I know it's not in my best interest. So gatekeep your time and energy, especially when scheduling, like, I don't want to call them like meetings, but like extra things that you kind of have to do, like If you had a day that like you're not supposed to do anything and somebody's trying to schedule something with you that like you are technically required to do at some point, like schedule it on a different day. Like if you were planning to not do anything that day, like let yourself not do anything that day. Okay, my rant is over on that. (laughs) Um, Kind of going along with that, my number eight is chill weekends are everything. So again, I've been so bad at this, like the majority of my life. And I think it's just because I was a really busy kid. Like I wanted to be really busy and I was fortunate that like, you know, my mom signed me up for a lot of activities and I was always kind of on the go, but it's made me really bad at like being chill. (laughs) I'm not good at being chill because I'm used to having to always have to do something. But on the 4th of July weekend this year, I really didn't have a ton of plans 
And it was like my favorite weekend to date because I did like some deep cleaning and I like watched a movie and I chilled and I did some laundry and like I just I did things that I needed to do but at my own pace and like I didn't have to go anywhere if I didn't want to go anywhere and like everything was just chill and low-key and I never do that and I never allow myself to have moments like that and so I'm just really going to be better at that and also I think it's important to like instill that like again just because you could be out doing something doesn't mean you necessarily have to if that's not really what you want to do because again like sometimes doing nothing is like what is best um and then number nine wow I was really on a roll with kind of this general topic just because you can take on everything doesn't mean you should I'm so unbelievably guilty of this of just like taking on a lot of extra projects and like things to do because I technically want to do them and I technically have the hours in the day to do them but I don't have like the mental capacity to make it all happen and to do it the best to the best of its ability and so it's like just because you can take on 700 extra things doesn't mean that you're going to be able to execute those all flawlessly and in the manner that you want them executed. And so sometimes it's better to take a step back and pick one or two of the extra things you want to do and do those really well. And then also give yourself downtime instead of packing yourself to like, you know, just the point where you can't even focus anymore. Um, And that's something that like, again, like I'm trying to be better about, but I was especially bad in college of like, just being like, oh yeah, yeah, well I can do that. Like I absolutely can make that work. And then all of a sudden I have like seven things on my plate for one day. And I'm like, why am I so stressed out? So just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And it's okay to say no. Oh, I need water. I'm like, geez, this is so much more talking when it's a solo episode than when I'm like bouncing ideas off of somebody else. Anyway, I have my Stanley cup here, back to my um, thing about drinking water. Gotta stay hydrated. Okay, Um, number 10 is go for a walk. So I don't know why like up until recently I didn't just like go frolic outside because it's literally the best and it's therapeutic and it's nice to be outside and to like soak in fresh air, so go for a walk. Um, Number 11, sometimes money does buy happiness. And what I mean by this is if it's something so like small that is going to be a good pick me up, like I'm going to do it. So think like on a Friday morning, picking up a coffee on my way into work instead of just making my own coffee that I make every day. It's such a small thing and I know it adds up. I know everybody like does the math and they're like, if you didn't buy coffee out, you'd save X amount of money. And it's like, okay, sure I would. But would I be as excited about waking up on a Friday morning and going into the office if I didn't have my fun coffee? Probably not. And so sometimes that money does buy happiness for the 30 minute drive into work, you know? And that's okay too. Because it doesn't usually buy happiness, but in those situations it can. Okay, Um, we are already on number 12. Number 12 is to chase your passions. Um, And I think like this is pretty vague, but I think for me, it's just, I remember graduating high school and thinking like, okay, well, I'm done dancing and I'm done cheering and I'm doing all these things. 
Um, I'm going to go to college and who knows what will happen next. And it's like, then I found like a dance org in college. And then the same thing happened after graduating college of, okay, I'm done dancing now because I graduated college. And then I came back to Columbus and I found like a place to dance and I found opportunity and kind of helped create some opportunity as well, which was really cool. And I just think that's a super unique thing. Um, and I think, you know, continuing into like the second half of my twenties, I want to continue to chase my passions and like do what's important to me because, you know, if I'm going to be like working a full-time job during the week, I want to be able to continue to do the things I love to do because that's actually what fuels me, you know? And I think that it's easy to like forget what you're passionate about. Like after you are kind of out of like the bubbles of like high school and college, because you're no longer like fully immersed with people like exactly your age and exactly in the same stage of life as you. And so it's easy to kind of be like, Oh, well, all I have to do now is work. And it's like, no, that's not true. You can still, like find ways to uh, do the things that you love. So yeah, that's important to me. Um, Number 13, just when you feel like you've kind of hit a new low, um, there's probably something really positive around the corner. Um, So this is something that I had to learn real quick in April when I was laid off. Um, I was just like so shocked by it and kind of for a second was like, I'm never going to have another job, which is so dramatic to say. But it was like one of those moments in like shock of being like, oh my gosh, like this is it, you know, like, and it's so scary. um, But there really is always something around the corner. And if you work hard and like surround yourself with the right people um, and continue to plug away, like you will get on the other side of it, even if it takes longer than you maybe want it to. there's always going to be something, something there that, that will be good. So, um, oh my gosh, I'm like, I need another water break. This is so, so exhausting. Okay. This next one is going to sound really harsh. Um, when people walk out of your life, you kind of just got to let them. Um, I think as like, young kids were often taught like, oh, be everybody's friend and be nice to everybody. And yes, absolutely. Like you should treat everybody the way you want to be treated. But sometimes there are just going to be friends in your life that aren't good friends to you or do things to you that prove to them, prove to you that they're not good friends. And if they kind of start to walk out of your life as a result of that, like you just need to let them go because I personally would rather have less friends but have them be really high quality friends than having a bunch of friends that are low quality friends and like it's just so draining to surround yourself with people that aren't truly on your team and by that I mean like yeah you can like disagree or yeah they can you know not always like agree with what you're saying or you know maybe they do challenge you on certain things but Like, at the end of the day, it's because they want what's best for you. And, like, if you have people that, like, aren't doing that and are just negative all the time or, like, treat you really shitty or, like, say bad shit about you, like, just let them go. Like, it's not worth keeping somebody around that's going to treat you like shit. It's just not. And it's, like, now I'm, like, I'm 25, which is not old by any means, but it's, like, 
I'm just too past the point of like, I don't want to be around people that, that don't have my best interests at heart or I don't enjoy hanging out with. Um, so yeah, just, you know, like your friends will fluctuate, especially like in your twenties. Um, and you know, hold on to the good ones and, and let the ones that aren't serving you anymore leave and they can go be friends with somebody else because just because they're not a great friend to you doesn't mean they wouldn't be a great friend to somebody else. It's just, you know, you don't, you don't have to mesh with every single person. So yeah, I think friendship breakups can be harder sometimes than like romantic breakups. And you just have to realize that sometimes it's what's the best anyway. Oh my gosh. Okay. That was a harsh one, but that's okay. Um, number 15, stop apologizing for things that aren't your fault. Um, this is something that I feel like is specifically like women do this where we just like to apologize for things, even though we didn't do anything wrong. Um, and I just think that that's a problem and something that like I've learned, especially like working full time of just like how, like how to stand up for myself as a young professional of if something does go wrong, like you don't have to apologize for it because if it wasn't your fault, like why are you apologizing and saying anything when like it might've been somebody else's fault, you know? But like the second you start to apologize and act like it is your fault, then other people are going to be like, oh yeah, they're going to think that it was your fault. And then you're just going to like start to lose some, some respect from people. And it's all because you just were apologizing when you didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. That was such a tangent that probably made like no sense. It's Sunday at 11 p.m. My brain is like fried. But yeah, don't apologize for things that's things that aren't your fault. Be more of the person that's like, well, how can we help resolve this? And less of the person that's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, no, don't be sorry. Figure out a way to make it work, but don't be sorry about it. End of my rant. Okay, number 16 is let yourself cry and be sad about things. If something pisses you off or something makes you sad, like, cry about it. Literally. Like, it doesn't make you immature. It doesn't make you um, a crybaby or too emotional. But, like, sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is to, like, be sad about it and cry it out. And then wake up the next morning and take on the world and figure out how you can combat that, you know? And, like, going back to me being laid off this year, like, that was one thing that I would go in waves of, like, being so, like, sad and honestly scared and just, like, crying for, like, a few solid hours. And then I would feel better and be like, okay, no, like, this is going to be okay. You know, we're going to figure it out. But like, I needed to allow myself to be sad in order to help myself get over it. And it's like, when you, when you harbor those feelings in and you don't like actually allow yourself to be sad, you don't ever really get over it. Um, and you never really figure out the best way to like make a plan of action because you're still sad about it. You're just holding it in. So allowing yourself to like release that emotion and, be sad, cry it out is so helpful. And I do a lot of crying, but that's okay. That's a story for a different day. (laughs) Um, Sometimes it's happy tears. Oh my gosh. My neighbors that live above me 
are always so loud. Like it sounds like they're moving furniture at all hours of the day and I just don't understand, but that is a whole other thing. Um, okay. Number 17, sometimes a gossip session over dinner will cure all your problems. This is like such a silly one, but I feel like Marissa and I especially like there's nothing that like is like more freeing after like a shitty work week than like going and sitting having a meal and just like gossiping about random things like not even anything bad but just like yapping about who knows what it is the best way to do things and it is something that I highly recommend that you do with your friends you got to have like Marissa and I used to have like daily gossip sessions I feel like we have not seen each other like this entire summer but um weekly gossip sesh it's absolutely necessary you got to do it Number 18 is that winter slash seasonal depression is real. <laughs> We're jumping from like a super fun one into like a really real, real one. Um, but I always heard people like say that when I was younger, of like seasonal depression, like talking about how, you know, like the cold months were really hard on people. And like, as a kid, I didn't really feel that because I was a kid. But now, like, it is so freaking accurate. Like, as soon as it gets too cold to be outside, I am like, I'm, I can't handle it, you know? I just want to go somewhere warm. I want to do anything to take my mind off of it. It's literally so real. Um, and it's, it's just crazy because I never thought that was real. But now that I'm 25, I agree that seasonal depression is real. JK, I knew that it was real long ago, but, um, my next one, I'm trying to find my space of my notes. Oh, my next one. Um, you're going to have to work with difficult people and you're going to have to find ways to be cordial. There are going to be people that piss you off at the office. There are going to be people that make you feel like you cannot do your job. And there are going to be people that literally make you want to storm out of the office. Not necessarily in my current job but just like in general. And it's just like part of, of being an adult and having to deal with that. Um, having a mature conversation is always really helpful, but like people are just difficult to work with. Like, especially like, I don't know, I felt, I felt it the most in like remote work culture because I felt like I didn't actually know anybody. And so it's like, when I didn't know them as a person, I couldn't always tell like their delivery and like you know, what they were really saying and how they meant it. And so I think that was something that was a barrier and like something that was like, I would just be like, oh my gosh, these people think I don't know how to do my job because they've checked in 700 times about one thing. And then like they go and like show up to our stand-up meeting and they didn't do anything. So like, why are they so worried about what I'm doing? You know, I don't know. Um, but there's always going to be somebody difficult and I think it goes for like really everything in life, but it's just like handling them with grace and like killing them with kindness when they're kind of being difficult to work with. Um, but also not letting them walk all over you, like making sure that you're like holding strong and that you're doing a good job and like, you know, they can, they can just suck it if they want to be mean. I'm kidding, but my coworkers now are all great, but I feel like remote culture is just hard. It's like, when you don't really know your coworkers, it's so hard to like cultivate like a good working relationship. 
And so it's like when you work in person, it's so much easier to just like know the people that you're working with because you're literally sitting in an office with them for eight hours a day. Whereas like remote culture, you're maybe hopping on like a half hour meeting every day with them or something, you know, so you don't really know them as people. I just keep going on crazy tangents. I'm like, does this episode even make any sense? Um, Number 20, get a car wash at least once a month. This is something that like, guys, I am the biggest Moo Moo car wash stan all of a sudden. I love their air fresheners. I just love rolling through there on like a Sunday after I grab my coffee. It literally is like one of my favorite parts of the week. It's so iconic and it's so fun to just like go through it's inexpensive and you know you got to get the car cleaned it's it's necessary I'm telling you but it's honestly therapeutic I'm a big fan of the car wash um number 21 is you work to live not live to work so if your job is working you around the clock get out of there sister I don't know what to tell you but like if you have no type of like life outside of work that's a problem because you can make all the money in the world, but like, why do you have all that money if you're not doing anything out of work, out of the office, you know? So I don't know. You want to have a good quality of life. You want to be able to do things that make you happy. And if you're feeling so overwhelmed and so stressed because of work, it's just, it's not the environment for you. I know that's a hot take because so many people like, like hustle culture is just so prevalent right now. And like, this whole thing of like, I'll wake up at 4am and I'll work out and then I'll go and I'll work from 6am to 8pm. And then I go to bed and it's like, okay, yeah, but what happens when you have kids? When do you see your kids? What happens if you want to go to a workout class? Or what happens if your favorite TV shows on in the evening? Or you want to have dinner with your family? Like, you're not doing those things because you're so wrapped up in your job. And by the way, like your job also probably doesn't care that you're doing that. Like the second they need to lay people off, if you're on the chopping block, they don't care if you worked your ass off 24 seven all the time, like they're still going to cut you. So it's like, you need to have your own personal life and do a good job, like work your butt off when you're there, but you should not be grinding all the time. And I literally hate hustle culture with a burning passion. It's something that like makes me want to delete LinkedIn every single day. Um, number 22 is don't underestimate the power of a good night's sleep. This is something that I used to be so bad at. I would just be like, oh, like, I don't really need to sleep. I'm fine. Like, I can function on four hours of sleep. That's so unhealthy. Like, no. Now, if I have to go into the office with anything under, like, seven hours of sleep, I will be, like, a hot mess every, like, every second of the day. I can't function. I have literally no productivity. I'm in a bad mood. I just like feel horrible. So don't underestimate the power of a good night's sleep. You got to get good night's sleep. I need another water break. Um, okay. We're down to our last three. Um, The next one is trust your intuition. So I think this is just like a very like basic one that you probably hear a lot, but it's like if you have a feeling one way, like you're allowed to just kind of go with that instinct and like ride that wave um, because 
I think a lot of times you're probably right if you have a funny feeling about something. Um, you don't have to make yourself do that or put yourself in that situation um, because it could just be like mentally or physically harmful. Um, my second to last one is kind of similar to some stuff we've talked about, but not everyone is going to like you. And in return with that, you're not going to like everybody and that's fine. And I know like if you're a people pleaser, which like I'm not like overly a people pleaser, but I, I don't like drama in my life. Like I don't like when people have like beef intentionally with me. Like it just is silly because I'm 25. I don't need that in my life. Like that's what middle school is for. Um, and so it's like, it's okay to not like everybody. And it's okay that not everybody's going to like you as long as you can move through life and be like cordial with them. I think that's like really what the key is. Um, and I think it goes for, you know, like a work setting and also just like social settings. You're always going to have people that like you maybe don't love, or maybe it's somebody in your family. That's tea. But, um, yeah. So I think it's okay to not always be liked and it's okay to not like everybody as long as you can be cordial and hopefully they're being cordial to you if they don't like you because I know that's always difficult when like people are just crazy okay and my last one is that you have a voice so you should use it so if you're unhappy at work speak up if you're unhappy in your relationship speak up if a friend is being shitty to you speak up if you feel like people are silencing you or not listening to you, speak up. If you're put in any situation where you feel like you like have something to say, you should probably say it because it's 2023 and your opinion matters. And yeah, so that was such like a an aggressive one to end on. I feel like I should have ended on one that was like talking about me going to the car wash, you know? Um but anyway, this was my 25 things I've learned by 25. I tried to keep it lighthearted and just kind of fun um, and definitely like some pretty baseline stuff. But I don't know. It's been it has been a year. I think like when I turned 24 last year, I was different than I am now, which is like so cliche to say. But like, I really do feel like I've grown up a lot this year. And so that makes me like both emotional and also really excited like for what's to come. Um, I've just had like a lot of life changes and yeah, it's been a great year. I have like literally the best friends and family I could ask for. So um, I felt very celebrated this weekend, which was very nice. So thank you all for tuning in to my 25 things I learned by 25 and I will see you back or I guess catch you back next time for another episode with both Marissa and myself. Um, it'll be our first episode of both of us back in like a few weeks because vacations and holidays and all of the things, but we will see you then and have a great week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not Easy podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following along. And please leave us a rating and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.